Hello, everybody. This is RJ, and thank you very much for tuning in to the Realms and Nerds podcast. Just a heads up, this intro is going to be a longer one than usual. If you are a first-time listener, I'd like to let you know that this episode is one of our spinoff specials and not part of the main campaign. Three out of four of us are part of the main campaign, along with Brandon and Harrison, who is our dungeon master in the main campaign. If you haven't figured it out from our podcast artwork, this is an adventure comedy podcast. And boy, body, does this episode really lean into that second descriptor. Uh, I'm super excited for you all to hear it. It's, I think it's one of our best episodes, at least comedy-wise, that we've done so far. If you're like me, your favorite piece of music in our show is the very first one you ever heard and that you hear every episode, which is our main introductory theme, which was composed by our dear friend Kyle. I bring that up now, not just because he's so deserving of that recognition, but also because this episode's very special guest happens to be Kyle in his first time ever playing Dungeons & Dragons. Again, I'd like to thank you, Kyle, for composing your main theme. I really can't thank you enough. It's such an honor to have you compose that for us, being both a great friend and a great musician. It was also a fantastic time having you on the podcast. I'd honestly have you on the podcast more if I could. Uh, To give all you listeners a background about this episode, a group of us take a trip every Memorial Weekend up to Michigan's beautiful Upper Peninsula, and uh, this year Kyle asked us if we could have a Dungeons & Dragons session while we're up there, since he had never played before, and was interested in trying it out. Obviously, we were thrilled to be able to do that. For this session, we had Bronson, who plays Mikael and Dracaris in our main campaign, Dungeon Master. Uh, We used part of an official Adventurers League campaign for this session, which is about as official a campaign in D&D you can get, short of the campaign books that Wizard of the Coast themselves makes. The campaign is called Harried and Hillsfar, and in this session we played the first of five missions, uh, and that mission is called The Birth. If you like the show, be sure to share it with people that you think may also enjoy it. And if you make a post about our show on social media, don't forget to include the hashtag RealmsNerds. It's all one word, RealmsNerds. If your podcast provider includes it, be sure to leave us a rating or a review or a like or whatever. It would really help us out and we would really appreciate it. Uh, Of the three pieces of music that you're going to hear in this episode, Kyle is the composer or at least the performer for two of them, at least in technicality, Uh, because the main theme is actually a remake of his original recordings for it. Uh, However, the piece played at the end was actually played by Kyle on a keyboard that happened to be in the room that we recorded in, in the house that we rented. It might be an original composition. It might not. I actually don't know. uh, And I didn't think to ask. Thank you once again, Kyle, for composing your main theme, as well as for being our guest player in this episode. I hope we get to have you on the show again and soon. Thank you, listener, for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, Now, I have talked way long enough, so why don't we go right ahead and dive right into the realm of Harried in Hillsfar.
and gentlemen, before we begin, I would like to introduce our very special guest. <coughs> the man, the myth, the legend, the man who composed our very introductory theme, Kyle. Yes. In his first time ever playing D&D. As I've said before in the introductions, we are very grateful for him composing the theme. It turned out a lot better than anything I had come up with. It is incredibly catchy. catchy. I find myself humming it all the time, but I also listen to it more than anyone When I listen to our podcast and I hear it, I'm just like, I appreciate you guys appreciating my composition. And we're glad to have you with us for this vacation episode. I mean, the characters are in no vacation by any means, but we're on vacation. You're here with us in the beautiful northern peninsula. Time to let us go down this rabbit hole. Alright. So, vague and bizarre rumors have brought you to Hillsfar. The rumors ranged from leprechauns showering travelers with gold to undead armies terrorizing the Hillsfar's farmsteads. Perhaps the wildest rumors you heard turn out to be true. All the non-human creatures within the walls of the city-state of Hillsfar have been evicted. The only non-humans left in the city are the slaves who fight in the arena. Fights to the death, it is said. Anyone not obviously human is turned away at Hillsfar Gate, which is the only way into and out of the walled city. In your travels, you and your group found poor and suffering humans on the road, dirty, emaciated, and obviously mad. There's a ranting that seemed like gibberish of a shattered mind, but as this man rises to his feet, something about his words strikes a chord. There's a prophecy more than prattle. After some investigation, you learn that his words correspond with the locations in Hillsfar. Certainly, it is important. I was trying to find a way to um, introduce our players today. Okay. Kind of like how they all met. Well, go ahead. Here so, that's that's kind of where you get to play. The Prancing Pony in the small town of Bree. <laughs> the Horrors of the Shire. My character's name is Seer Torchman. Uh, she is a fire genasi. Genasi are characters, they were one of the uh, extra characters, much like Ray used in one of the other one-offs I did. He was a Goliath. So anyways, a Genasi is, uh, from my understanding, a half-genie, meaning that they, or at least is, has, like, genie heritage. Qualities? Well, heritage, because, like, it's said that, that you can have a With genie in your ancestry, or a genie nuts. and a hair. Uh, not really. A genie and a human parent or two genie parents, and it's just, it's someone that is born with an elemental power, and there's four types. There's fire, air, earth, and water, much like Avatar the List Airbender. Ah. She is a fire genasi. She is a cleric, and she's an outlander, which kind of is not surprising for genasi, since genasi are a race that are incredibly rare, and in fact, it is very unlikely for one Genasi to meet any other Genasi in their entire lifetime. So, her personality traits, she was literally raised by wolves. She places nothing in wealth and manners. That's not what she believes to be the most important. Her ideal is she believes that the strongest uh, rule. Her bonds is that she'll bring wrath on the evil who destroyed her homeland. Uh, and her flaw is that she remembers the insults and the people that insulted her and holds a quiet grudge against her. In general, she's kind of like your punk rocker, like, kind of mean, I don't want to say mean girl. <laughs> 
She <laughs> say it. She's a bitch. She's she's yeah. She's not a very. She's a, she's a cold. <laughs> despite being a fire genasi, she's a very cold person. Um, I mean that she is a humanoid. They in silhouette genasi do actually look like humans. She uses a war hammer and a light crossbow and a lot of magic, although most of it's for healing and helping. It's kind of that's kind of the interesting thing with her. In contrast with her personality, is she does a lot of a lot of her stuff is for healing because she believes that helping others will gain their trust to help her become more powerful. What's her uh, What's her build? Build in what way? Height and weight. Oh, she's um. Interesting. So she's guess, five foot tall and two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> she's five foot by five foot. <laughs> so I guess yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just see how all her injury. So she's twenty five years old. Um, they generally age at the same rate as humans, although they can live longer. She's five foot two, hundred and fifteen pounds. She's got green eyes. Her skin is red, as most fire genasi are, and then her hair is uh, yellow. Oh, she also uses a shield. So. While you're listening to the uh, mumblings of this madman, you are approached by a half-orc by the name of... Larry. Larry the half-orc! Larry the half-orc! What color is his skin? Purple. Uh, so is Larry the Larry the plant. purple half-orc! <laughs> <laughs> He's a goddamn eggplant. <laughs> He's like I'm. I'm on my way here from uh, the children's show I work at. <laughs> Teach them the ABCs and one two Zs. <laughs> the ABCs he has some one, veggie tails. <laughs> one two Cs. <laughs> okay. What's your intelligence score? <clears throat> huh? your intelligence score? His or his characters? Two different numbers. <laughs> yeah, very <you're laughs> different. Modifier or oh, score would be intelligence is 12, wisdom is 15. Okay. So you're wiser than you're smart. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Larry, obviously, he's a purple half orc. Um, it's Larry the purple half orc. He um, is 5'7. He's 22 years old. He's 185 pounds. He has brown eyes, purple skin, and brown hair. And he's a simpleton. You think of Sloth from um, the Goonies, basically. He's just a kind-hearted half-orc who was thrown out of his clan because he just never... He's a half-orc. Orcs don't like half-orcs, obviously. So he joined a multi-species army just because he was this big guy, didn't know what to do with himself, so it's like Forrest Gump gets sent off to the army. And um, somehow works his way up to being a lieutenant just because when he's told to do something, he doesn't. He just doesn't. And um, yeah, he just eventually got out of the army, which is called the Army of the Realms, and here he is, just heading... Along this road, meeting this, whatever the hell you are again. Genasi. Genasi. Seer. Meeting, and he just randomly meetings here. Hi. Hello. So, is that your character voice? Yes. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm actually loving that. What's your character, Keith? Uh, Oren. <laughs> okay. It was one of the names in the book, and I picked it was that name. Of the names in the Fair book. enough. Which book? <laughs> the Hobbit? No, the... the <laughs> <laughs> Is One of these names open shield in the book. Okay. <laughs> no. What's his last name? Or is he monogamous? He is. Well, it's like one of those things where he doesn't really have a last name. But monogamous. It kind of goes off of like 
Thorin, son of blank, son of blank. Okay, well, who's he the son of, and who's the the son of the son He's of? Blank's son. This <laughs> is uh, this is a chance for improv, sir. This is a chance for improv. Okay, <laughs> my theater closes. Will help me now. <clears throat> son of groin. <laughs> uh, well, I can't do Thrain or Thrawn because those are both <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, you already went with Thorin. I did. I did go with Thorin. Well, Thorin. Son of, use your imagination. <laughs> He's an Outlander barbarian. He's four foot three, one hundred and forty eight pounds, sixty nine years old. <laughs> nice. White skin, yeah. truly some growing. Red brown hair. He has a very long beard, braided. It's kind of like alternating red and brown. I think he's a very good barbarian. He was born in the far west. He's actually the last of his, not the last of his kind, but his line. Last of his line, and also part of the last generation, as his his clan was sadly taken out by Larry. By Larry the (laughs) Half Orc. (laughs) That purple skinned bastard took. (laughs) Larry's so we're gonna dip right into the combat as soon as we meet. (laughs) I have to warn you. I have to warn you. Larry is. Strong as fuck, so you don't want to go. Uh, oh, we're gonna go on a lot of intelligence checks here. <laughs> oh, we're so fucked. <laughs> okay, well, so I'm just gonna go right into the the trades and stuff of Thorin. He has a lesson for every situation, and he's very loyal and watches over his friends closely. He, yeah, like he's his his family and his friends and his his clan. There's what's left of his clan is very close to him. He wants to keep the name of his clan alive. Right. His flaws. He has Continue. one flaw. He likes beer. <laughs> oh, I should have. I should have said my. I should have said my stuff. <clears throat> that that is actually a flaw. Is like having too much fondness for drinks. That was an actual flaw for the Outlander because I have the Outlander as well. And remember reading. Surprisingly, he has a lot of knowledge about stones. <laughs> He's no, a that, mountain dwarf. That's a stone. That's a very good that's stone. That's a big rock there. <laughs> that's, that's a small rock there. I like that boulder. That, that has a nice boulder. boulder. <laughs> um, also, being a barbarian, he is great with a lot of weapons. Uh, his favorites are a great axe. He's a big great axe. Uh, he has two hand axes, and he has four javelins. Good. God, I don't know you how you're going to keep that many weapons as a small person, but... Hey, I dead, guess he, dead, he, he, he mounts him on his shoulders everywhere he walks. He's got <laughs> javelins ready to... Yeah, and he's... He is a barbarian. He is a barbarian. Um, he's very strong. It's a lot of constitution. <laughs> constitution is literally... The constitution! constitution. <laughs> because Nick Cage already stole the declaration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, seal the Declaration of Independence. You know, I don't really know what else I... Well, I don't care what the movie is. I already signed the I for, uh, Okay, so Larry's personality traits is he faces problems head-on, and he's very polite and respectful. He <laughs> believes that our lot is to lay down our lives in defense of others. He fights for those who can't fight for themselves. And he his flaw is that his hatred of his enemies makes him... Blind and unreasoning. I'm so glad you made a dumbass goody two shoes. That's exactly what he is. He's yes. a dumbass goody two shoes. <laughs> Good. But my my old not quite niceness was gump. Mine will be as very, well as basically I will very much be able to my, use you. My dwarf is he's kind of like just a just a hard badass like Gimli. And then we have a sassy Gimli. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Even though his name's Thorin. So Seer encounters this man. 
on the side of the road. He seems to be mumbling to himself, clearly intoxicated, though she can't tell him if it's because he's trying to block out the voices or if he is ramping because he is drunk. While she is listening and leaning in, Larry walks up. Hello. From the south. And from the north approaches Thorin. Hello there. Everybody approaching almost simultaneously, as if a moment of fate has sparked this very instant. And they all clearly make out one phrase that just seems to ring so deeply and true. It seems like a prophecy coming out of this old man's mouth when he says, The first is at the place where the dandelions rise above and cover the people. The virile and virulent can be one and the same. The hell-tinged one is lost, and then several are found. And so, the first clue, it seems to ring like a bell across the air. This drunken fool clearly has no idea what he's saying. The madman's words speak of Farborough Farms. There's a farmhouse, shed, and barns on the road ahead that match the description of Man-Man's prophecy. They are green-painted walls with yellow roofs. It makes them look like huge dandelions. There's the barn, guys. They're within sight, so like two miles down the road. Though clearly, it is what he is speaking of. Drunk as he may be. Larry starts just kind of wandering towards them. Like, okay. Seer walks ahead towards these, though obviously with a air of annoyance, and is not trying to make it obvious, but is obviously trying to uh, pace there faster than Larry or Thorin are. Well, if Thorin's even walking there. Yeah, he is. Is nobody doing anything with the old man? Uh, just kind of walking away from him? Well, Larry, being a simpleton, hears this thing about barns, and then there's a barn over there you can see. He's like, oh, okay. Before she leaves, Seer is going to grab the bottle from the old man and inspect it. There's nothing significant about the bottle. It just appears to be nearly empty, with a small amount of liquor down at the bottom. What kind Give of it to liquor? me. What kind <laughs> of liquor? Intensely strong whiskey. All right. Here. She hands it to Thorin. <clears throat> Not bad. I assume he consumes the rest of it. Down, down the hatch. It's a swallow. It, and it burns through the nostrils thoroughly. It is a very good whiskey. So... Does everybody head towards this farm? Yep. Yeah, sounds like it. I think so. Begrudgingly. We're just going to ignore the old man and just keep going. So, as you approach the farm, there's a pair of short figures carrying buckets from the stream towards the barn. There seems to be quite a bit of noise from the farmhouse itself, as if it is filled with angry people. Larry calls out, Hi there! The door is propped open with a hay fork, showing that there is a uh, chaotic scene. More than two dozen people bustling about the kitchen. There are at least ten children of various races, non-human, and very few adults who are all human. There is a woman in the middle shouting above the loud noise, and in one arm she cradles an infant, and in the second, there is a second child resting in a sling at her waist. There are three other adults, and one young non-human, 
all holding newborns. Between the woman and the uh, other people, there are six infants, all human. These are clearly not the people in charge. So there is a law. The first lord of Hillspar, named Malthir, dictated that only humans were permitted within the city limits. And with his death, the second great law fell out of practice. Until recently, the current first lord, Torin Nomerthal, revived the aged practice, and currently the only non-humans inside the walls of Hillsfar are combatants in the arena, fodder for crowd's pleasure. Mm. Fun stuff. Sounds interesting. And are we attempting to get into the city in this? Well, it sounds like we're just going... Because as of right now, we're just talking about a farm. Yeah, so I'm not quite farm. sure, like... Well, as none of you three are humans, it's already assumed that your only entry into the city would be as if you were being traded as slaves to combat in the arena. But, well, my question is... You are three travelers. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to... He's, I think okay, he's trying so to ask... Trying to get we're going to our city. farm. What does that have to do with the city at the moment? Yeah, we're like, what are... Are we trying to get to the city, or are we... At- so, as fate would have it... You three were journeying along the road, one heading north, one heading south, and the other just rising from a nap, only to happen upon this old man on the road. The circumstances of your meeting, is, it seems entirely by chance, as if fate itself has determined that this moment needed to happen. None of you have been inside the city proper, but you have heard the horrific games that take place inside its walls. Well, they can't be that bad. They are death matches. Sounds like a warm-up to me. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Sounds like the kind of place I could get in charge of. That was more narrative flavor than interaction. But yes. So I assume you are all approaching this farm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought we were already there. You, I thought you described what was inside the farm. You can hear what's going on inside the house. Okay. It's propped open with a hay fork. Uh-huh. And, uh, what's everybody's passive perception? Twelve. Fourteen. Thirteen. So, Larry being the most perceptive of the bunch, surprisingly. <laughs> I know, right? Very surprisingly. Barely. Simple minds leave a lot of room to notice things. Very true. Feels like a Lego movie reference. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Wow. You don't have to clear your mind, because there's already nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Very good. All right, what does Larry notice, I guess? Everything in the scene in front of him. Involving the uh, nearly two dozen people inside the house and children. Okay. What were the uh, apparent matron in the house calls out, If you're here for a meal, grab some taters from the bin and peel them. We'll cook them for you. You'll have to catch up and dress your own chicken, though. Before we eat, Make yourselves useful. Somebody needs to go and fetch Pine Rock. Ask the two girls outside where that boy got off to. If you have any skill in husbandry, run out to the goat barn and see if Jovi's kids are ready to pop yet. Vernon takes the folks out and introduces them to Jovi. When you're done, come back for a meal. Well, Sears is going to go get one of the chickens. So you're following Pine Rock, yes? Uh, whatever way it goes to get a chicken. Pine Roth is one of the tieflings. Okay. Uh, remember, all of the children in the house, other than the infants, are not human. Yep. Larry is going to start helping peel potatoes. Okay. So, so basically, Thorne, who's Thorne's going to be a midwife. I guess I'm going <laughs> into the barn. Thorne, the midwife. As he can see that uh, 
nobody else is eager to jump into the bar. We'll need to watch this birth. Alright. Alright. He says, I guess I'll go give the animals help. There are high-pitched shrieks of fear and panic as you enter the barn. There are a couple dozen goats, and most of them huddle in the corners, shying away from one goat in the middle. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Her belly is hideously, grotesquely overgrown, and it shows that she is pregnant and very large. Even though you have seen many animals give birth, you have never seen something quite this abnormal. It seems unearthly how large her belly is. Pineroth begs you, Sir! Sir! Help her! Sir! I can just picture Thorin <laughs> like that. Oh, <laughs> just standing there. Just... Alright. <laughs> Let's give old Glory a go. <laughs> She's in labor, but having problems. You have to do a wisdom check. Or nature check. So you Grab take a pair that, of legs and start Take pulling. that d20 and you roll... You may also attempt an animal handling check. So those are going to be one of those down there. My animal handling is plus one. Okay, what were the other two? Oh, I should have gone Wisdom, there. right? Yeah. Wisdom, uh, medicine, or nature. Okay, medicine, nature. My medicine is also plus one. What's your nature? Plus zero. I would use either medicine or animal handling. I think um, either one doesn't matter. They're both plus one. Yeah, let's do medicine. So you're going to roll the d20. Alright, that is... 18. 18 plus 1, 19. 19. Well done. During the birthing processes, it seems difficult at first, as clearly this goat is suffering during labor. But the first kid is wrestled from Jovi, who survives the experience so far. The firstborn goat comes out and is instantly clear what the problem is. The kid is much larger than a newborn goat, with bright red fur... And two heads that stare at you with a mix of curiosity. It immediately stands on its strong legs and wobbles away with a demissive that is a deep and long and a little bit unsettling. Before you can react, Jersey Devil. A second red furred kid emerges from Jovi. You know it is not uncommon for goats to have twins. But then another kid slides out. And then another. What the hold? hell? It's a goat clown car. What, what, what hole the hell did you open? Yeah, what portal the hell did I just open? <laughs> you just pulled it out and popped it. Five or more kids now lay on the Five ground. or more kids? <laughs> Good lord. For a total of six. Very bizarre that was one hell of a roll. I just killed the fucking goat. <laughs> she collapses and starts convulsing. Your guide, he cries out in alarm, begging for help. I'm going to need you to do another medicine check. Three. Yeah, she dies. <laughs> you just put a nice three. You're like, yeah, i put her out of misery, cook. Thorin rushes over to Jovi, and not knowing exactly what he's doing, he is just shocked and... He draws his knife to help clean the wounds of this clearly distressed mother, but he instead looks at the kids and slices her belly wide open. Hey, more in there? Looks like meat's back on the menu. She gives a shuddering. <laughs> what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> and he stuffs Luke. He stuffs Luke Skywalker. In there. <laughs> 
How many more of those demon fucks come out of there? <laughs> There's six of them, apparently. I just got her stomach open. I'm like, we're just hiding in there. <laughs> Guerrilla warfare, man. There's a little one because it dropped out. Of course. Oh, my God. All right, continue. I need you to do a check to see if you can sense evil energy off of these moving kids. They're running out two heads. <laughs> so that would probably you're, you're be... You're shocked. However, you don't exactly. What would that be? Insight? They let out a deep, low, unsettling. Oh, intelligence. Right. Intelligence check, Kyle. <laughs> that D20, go and see if your dude can tell these dudes are the spawn of evil. Go 20. <laughs> One. He's like, oh, this is fun to me. Plus your intelligence. There you go. 19. 19 plus. <laughs> you just know. Just well, Straight up and down, he doesn't have any. He's 19. So you do detect evil. Thor is smart. Baby goats. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I would have laughed if you had rolled a critical fail. It's too fun to be. Roll a one. Oh, hey, how's it going? I'm Thorin. I'm gonna name this one. Wait, my head. I'm gonna name this one Larry. <laughs> I'm in this one shot. You look like Larry. You look like a Larry. Okay, so I I picked up that these dudes aren't all up to good. <laughs> one of them pushes another one into traffic. <laughs> so my first question here is, do you cry out to your companions for assistance or do you charge forward? I'm a barbarian. <laughs> but you can tell these goats are evil as shit. Yeah. And there's six of them. You are outnumbered. Larry's in there. Seeing the Andy Griffith Pretty much you were the only one. He's got a little anger. He's the only one who entered the bar. He's with the old women going... He's peeling potatoes going, just like shaving my balls. Larry, what are you doing? What are you whistling? Trying to catch a chicken. Get a chicken. <laughs> I picture her just playing uh, the chicken. Like, get back here, you little. All right. I'm no, that's call, not what she I'm would do. I'm gonna call on my we newly found that. friends. So you cry out, Larry, sir. Thump, 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 thump. Just barges into the farm. I'm gonna need you to roll barn. a perception check real quick. Okay. That is a seventeen. Larry inside the house. Here's Thorin crying. It's like calling Lassie. Just drops the potatoes, throws Avern off. What's that, Lassie? <laughs> Thorin's fighting Satan. <laughs> What's that, Lassie? Thorin's fighting Satan. Okay. Matter of fact, uh, Larry is so in tune, he even heard the demon goats bleat. However, <laughs> 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 Seer. Seer hears him call out and go, It's pronounced Seer, you imbecile. Shouldn't she do a perception check as well see she hears? Yes. Oh, by the way, when she goes to uh, go for the chickens, she's not going to be like those 
inferior morons and chase after oh, them. Oh, yeah, she has a... She's going to uh, cast Produce Flame at one of the chickens. She's going to fry the chickens right there. She's got a big lighter as her middle finger. <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll that. All right, we'll do. <laughs> Ten, so it's fourteen. At this point, Seer casts Produce Flame, and the chicken doesn't seem quite roasted on its feet, but it is struck, and it falls over just smelling... Strongly of she walk, feathers. She walks over, picks it up, cuts off his head, cleans it up, and gets ready to eat it. Okay. When she hears Thorin calling out. Fuck in the barn, man. <laughs> <laughs> and after himself. she hears him Shit's going down the fire, she's like, <laughs> Thorin's by himself. She, she doesn't even go. hear Thorin. More so she sees Larry Fuck drop him. his potatoes. <laughs> Mid peel. <laughs> he's just got. He's just got this like. How far is this right? barn from the chickens? And you see Larry dash out of the house uh, and straight towards the barn. I'm coming, Thorin. Imbecile. And then she continues. It sounds to like yeah. It sounds like uh, Seer is doing nothing. The ghosts just start chanting. She slow. She meanders that way while eating the chicken that she is roast. Pretty much roasted. And I thought he was the barbarian. Basically, she's going to get there late if this is combat. So oh, she's, so not she's not going to be there right away. We're going to take three turns with each of them before. Sounds good. good it's like, she's just going to meander over there. And I'm going to need you to roll some initiative. Okay. You should have So Kyle, wrong, wrong dice. There. You're going to need the d20. Oh, sorry. Yep. I have a plus one initiative. Ah, Alright, so you'll, you'll you roll plus one. Twelve. Eight. Rip. We're fighting fucking demon goats. Yep. Cool. Man. Oh, I wish I was my druid right now. Then I could turn into demon goats later on. So, Thorin is covered in blood. Goat, blood and placenta from fingertips to elbows. Ugh. As he helped to birth these unholy spawn. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Only the first one, though. After that, he was mortified by how unholy... Did you see five more? <laughs> Just watch five more just pop out of there. <laughs> hey, Even I seeing don't. the first one, which has two heads. Do all of them have two heads? No, just the first one. Oh, so they're it all... It is enormous. Like, red... Mm-hmm. So they're sort of like demons. Is it red like your hoodie red? Like cherry uh, red? We are talking middle of the fire red. They seem to glow almost. Oh, good. Oh, good. We won't miss As that. if their bodies emanate light in a weird sort of... <laughs> Turn off the lights! Larry, the lady ah! tell us what our tasks probably knew about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's still in there killing potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she even totally ignored Larry dropping his peeler and dashing to the bottom. Dropping his peeler. I imagine that Larry that like took a minute to get the apron off all the way and like just did the part in the back and the bottom. And when he started running, it kind of whipped around backwards. It was like a superhero cape while he's running to save the day until he like rips it off. And I'm imagining the farm people like. Ah, the goats had some demon goats again. <laughs> ah, they had some demon bastards. Bob, get shotgun. <laughs> again? <laughs> Go grab the great axe. So, as Larry bursts through the door of the barn. Huh? Yeah. What? What's going on here? Why are they all red? Why do they have two heads? I hope you 
You brought your weapons, Larry. Larry whips out his longsword and he holds his shield up, freaking the fuck out because there's demon goats. But of course, he's been in the army, so he is not scared. He's a little disturbed. Uh, that's a five against AC. Me? Yes. Oh, that was definitely a okay. fail. Okay. Definitely a fail. So, uh, as Larry comes through the doors of the barn, he notices a goat immediately by the door, dashes straight towards him, but he has enough time to react and kind of knocks the goat aside. It doesn't hurt the goat at all, but he definitely dodges its attack. Uh, we're gonna do a 22 against AC. Me again? Okay. Uh, that Don't hits. Worry. Pretty sure that hits. They, they like Thor, and they could, they're like, Daddy! <laughs> Whoa! That's, it's good for it to be low. Yeah, yeah but you're rolling twice! Yeah, because it's got two heads. Oh, that's right. The big boss goat. Oh, <laughs> kill the big boss goat! What you doing? Here, I thought they all Goats. had two heads. You need the attack. There's just the one. Okay. He's There's the, just the one boss. He's the big goat. boss. Yes, he was the first boy. Demon goat is the eldest son. <laughs> this is the goat father. <laughs> no, my so, brother's attack. So you hit me for how much? Five damage. Okay. Oh! So, then that's a critical fail. <laughs> the goat trips and bangs his horn into his leg. Ah! <laughs> oh, <man>. Big boss <laughs> goat just goes <laughs> on both heads. So this I'm going to need you to roll for an opportunity strike. What do I roll with 20? D20, yes. Yep, D20. Nice. Six plus your attack bonus on whatever weapon you're using. The, my great axe. So that, that's actually a five. Or five. So, so five plus, you're using great axe, plus five is ten. Okay, yeah, that's going to hit. Good nice. job, Gordon. Right. So now, you're your Billy great, Ray your great axe uses the 1D12. Holy shit. Yeah. Right, so this is the fucking D- great axe. That's the D12. You're going to you roll that for damage. It's 1D12 plus... What's your strength? 1d12. 1d12 plus 3. You can can kill this goat in one shot, bud. It's got 15 health. 5. So. So Hit the motherfucker. But he just kind of brushes it off. (laughs) So after this goat first plows into Larry, its other head gets caught underneath its feet, distracted. And Thorin immediately leaps on the opportunity, pulling his axe directly off of his back, and a single swing brings it down onto the goat, inflicting a deep wound into his side. Huh. Though not mortal. You gotta remember, these are level one, so we're not facing a deep wound. He is still God. in shock at the fact that there is a goat with two heads, also <laughs> speaking with a demonic voice. <laughs> Wait, the goat speaking with a de- demonic voice? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's more like speaking in an infernal tongue that nobody can understand. You should have gone for the head. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? That would be the only line understood. <laughs> you should have gone for the other head. <laughs> Snaps his goat fingers. Hoofs? He more so rubs his toes together and just goes, oh, shit. <laughs> but, it, but it is need a ton, so like... <laughs> Alright, so uh, who's up next? Uh, Thorin, actually. Fuck yeah! Do I roll my d12 again? Your d20. Which goat are you swinging at? Bitch, I'm going for the, I'm going for the beast. Two-head. The two-headed beast. 18! That's gonna hit. Plus... It's not eight, so it doesn't matter. It's not going to hit. Oh, shit. Woo-hoo-hoo! 
Sixteen. Uh that's fourteen. That's an eleven. Three. Oh, oh, I, oh, I thought it was. No, no, the attack bonus is on your D twenty roll. That's okay. if you hit them. All right. So fourteen. After Thorin has landed his strike on the hide of this goat, he kind of collects himself, and his training kicks in, and he knows right where to aim for the vitals, and he swings his axe, and in a single stroke severs the spine right behind the heads. And the goat just, with a final <laughs> falls over, dead. <laughs> Kyle's just like, fuck yeah! Kyle or Thorne? Both of them. And he definitely teabags <laughs> the uh, two-headed goat. Oh, where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Though being a dwarf, he doesn't have far to bend over to do so. <laughs> I've still got three rounds so in, including this one. Oh god, there's one before me! At least. And Rick's not even in the fight. He's just walking me in. 14 against Stacy. Nope. So another goat dashes at Larry. <laughs> but he is able to catch it by the horns and kind of push it to the side. No harm is taken to him, but it is enough to where he has to dodge. And, uh, it is now Larry's turn. Larry's gonna take his longsword, and he's gonna swing at the goat that just tried to hit it. That is a 19. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Okay. Uh, six damage. After this goat has charged at Larry, he pulls out his sword, and with a single stroke, following, uh, Thorin's example, but with much more of his half-work strength, Cleaves the entire goat in half, slicing through. We're gonna, we're gonna be done with this before Seer gets there. Oh yeah. This is the fail. Um, a goat looks at that. What just happened? Just runs away. The last goat born is gonna offer an opportunity strike. Larry. Okay, so. Okay, so yeah, twenty after modifiers. Yeah, it's gonna hit. Okay, another long sword. That's uh, nine. Another goat rises just to its feet, and with a wobbly step, it walks forward and swings its horns angrily <laughs> at Larry, who, pulling his sword out of the corpse of his brother, swings it right back underneath and cuts this second goat's head completely clean off. <laughs> completely entering full battle mode. <laughs> Save some for the rest of us! <laughs> you started this fight. I'm just finishing this. How did he start the fight? Oh, wait. He pulled the goats out of the goat! That's the first one. He opened the portal to hell. Oh, don't tell me we have to crawl in the portal to get to, to hell if you help. Eight against AC. Eight against Fourteen. That means that, means that I've... The, the you have to be AC uh, in order to be able to do damage. That's what the first roll is. Oh, okay. So, so, so the goat fails his attack. The goat flops. Hardcore. He's a fucking noob. Not, e- not, even, not even hardcore flop, but it, it's just a flop. So what's next? So... 13 against AC. Did they fail? Okay, that one's also going to fail. Just because it's a 2. <laughs> Plus 3, so I mean it's a 5, but... They, Nobody's AC is a five. They don't make demon goats like they used to. 
<laughs> Second round. I'm going to need you to roll for your attack. There are three goats left. I'm going to use one of my javelins. I'm going to see if I can throw one at him. That is a different damage. Yeah, you would use dexterity instead of strength. Oh, oh I, have a, I have a plus one dexterity. Oh, yeah, it's just throwing. Pale the bitch. Accurately up to 30 feet. Yep. Inaccurately up to 120 feet. Show us how the Olympics are done. Uh, 11? Is it going to hit? I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah it's going to hit. You hit the big one with 10, so... I was You're right. Up. No, it was higher than 10. I meant as opportunity attack. At some point, I know he rolled a 10. 10. Thorin takes a step, and with a keen eye, he pulls back his javelin, steps forward, and at the same time, in a fluid motion, lets loose this javelin, which goes not through the heart, not through the lungs but straight through the neck of this goat. (laughs) Impaling it to the ground. It doesn't drop. It hits the ground with the weight of the javelin. Hell yeah, it does. (laughs) Like a sack of potatoes. I guess Larry's going to start peeling goat next. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of his orcish side comes out, sees the blood, it's like... Interestingly enough, Larry is next. Uh, three against two, my friend. Two oh, against gonna two. Even the odds. Two heads. He's like that fucking game like... Eighteen! <laughs> that still only counts as one! Seventeen! Eighteen! <laughs> Nineteen! Twenty! And so on. Okay, so I'm gonna swing at the nearest goat to me. If I, they're not near me, I'll walk up to them if I have to. Yeah, with my longsword. Definitely gonna hit his twenty-two. So, roll for damage, please. That is five. Larry leans and thrusts deep into the chest of the goat nearest him. And with a single thrust, he has seemed to sever the artery right <laughs> the And the goat gives a final... <laughs> and collapses as life escapes it. We are laying waste to baby goats. We are doing, no the, we are doing the Lord's work evil. right off the bat. <laughs> 12 against AC. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so there is only one baby goat left who charges at Thorin and instead misses just barely enough to tumble outside the doors of the barn. And it makes it within 10 feet of Seer just to look Seer in the eye as if ready for an attack. <laughs> and it is Seer's turn. Seer's looking at this. And just simply say, states, what are these morons done now? You see this small, spry, humanoid thing reach back and grab this big-ass war hammer from behind her. Say goodnight. <laughs> I <laughs> dig it. 18 versus AC. She's gonna smash its fucking head in. <laughs> that might <laughs> hit. <laughs> All right. You might stump his toe. I almost rolled a 1d6 on that. That deals 8 damage. The goat stumbles out, and Seer draws a hammer almost out of instinct and smashes the brains completely flat against the ground. There's clearly nothing left to the goat. I love that it looked at her first. Like, you mentioned that it just kind of, like, looks up at me with an evil malice, and I just go... Experience? She then, she, then, she then kind of, like, shakes the blood and guts off her hammer, puts it back, grabs the door of the barn, swings it open, and goes, What are you two idiots doing? How the hell does she know we're idiots? We just fucking met. Alright, that's right, you... She's not nice. Anyone. 
She looks down on people. She's fucking a cold hearted. How much experience did we get? Oh, yeah, how much? Yeah, uh, 50 each. Is anybody hurt? I am. Oh, I, you don't need to heal me, though. Okay. I have a feature called Second Wind. Ah, I yes. can um, draw from a well of stamina to heal myself. Um, 1d10 plus my fighter level. So at most a um, 11. So I heal myself. Or 9 points of damage. That just basically brings me back to my hit point maximum. And after a short or long rest, I gain that feature back. So as the party exits this barn... They hear a cry of one of the children of the house. <sighs> oh, I should have kept that second one. You killed my dog. <laughs> oh, great. We just incurred the wrath of the village. It seems to be in a thicket of willows that is near the bottom. The kid? Yes. Larry does a perception check. Fifteen. It seems to be a pack of dogs surrounding this young boy. Larry just sprints at them. Part of his character. Helps Larry. anyone you need. Kids should have been smart. Hey! Leave him alone! Hey! Leave him alone! Ah! I'm going to go after Larry because even though we've just Ralph. met, I think we've, we're now. We, we just kind of established We're now a little more than acquaintances as yeah. we just kicked a bunch of dope ass earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we're a little bit more. So I'm going to go help Larry out. And he's just going to casually walk through the like, because I watch out for my friends. Seer walks over there, but begrudgingly. She's going to be late to every fight. Not, yeah. not, late late to the the, not late to the fight as much she as... She just seems <laughs> extremely fed up with everybody. You are fucking May. You're just like... Boy, <sighs> sighing. You're just like... Uh. Yeah, she like sighs, rolls her eyes, and then just walks over, pulling out her war hammer. Upon approaching, you notice that the pack consists of five dogs... With one that is significantly larger, it's definitely the alpha or leader. That child wears the cone of shame. He wears the cone of shame. I am going to need you all to pull some more initiative. Sweet. Just right into our fight. Roll the nat 20, so that's 22. 7. 17. Since Larry is the first person to charge forward. <laughs> Is he going to attack <laughs> one of the smaller dogs or go straight for the alpha? He's going straight for the fucking alpha. Seeing this child being attacked by this big fucking dog, he's going to try and pick the dog up and chuck it as far as he can. So I'm going to need you to roll a strength check for that. Okay. That is a 15. That is actually going to fail. Damn! Whoa! <laughs> strong fucking dog! Bye! So, um... Larry charges straight into this combat. <laughs> bark, bark, motherfucker. No, that's not a bark, but it's a bark, bark. <laughs> the dog looks at him and goes, <laughs> Mike Tyson of dogs. <laughs> the rippling muscles of this alpha just resist. And uh, Larry, the eggplant, only approaches. <laughs> he throws his weight against the alpha in a contest of strength. And out of nowhere, lightning streaks across the sky. And, uh, the dog resists. That's one strong fucking dog. Almost overpowering Larry. They're just growling at each Almost seeming to communicate. Larry's drooling as much as the dog is. Ah, tis a drooling contest. 
two against AC is definitely going to fail. Who are you attacking? <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. So, since Larry is the first one that heads into the clearing, uh, one of the underling dogs takes a bite at him, but definitely misses. It's a snip that is intended to miss the Alpha, but since Larry and the Alpha are so interlocked in this battle, it uh, doesn't want to harm its elder. It is Thorin. Thorin is going to attack whatever dog is attacking Larry because he's defending his friends. The Alpha or the dog who attacked first? The dog who attacked first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my two hand axes, actually. So you cross the distance to these dogs... Kind of charge in. I am very close behind Larry. So Thorin is definitely running straight for the pack and pulls out his axes, heading straight for the dog that snipped at Larry. So you roll twice, one for each axe. Yes. See if they both hit. 20. Nat 20. So you roll (laughs) twice for damage. Uh, 20. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to need you to roll four times for damage. Okay, so this is how it works. (laughs) And yes, it's on the same dog. With the first, with the first <laughs> axe, dead. Yeah, with the, oh, okay, yeah. that's with the first axe, you use your strength to add the damage, but the second one you don't. Okay. Yep. The second one is just straight so down. So hand axe is, I think, a d6. Here, roll twice for one. Then add strength. So seven plus what's your strength? Three. So ten. Eight. No, seven plus three is ten. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Uh, then my second axe. It's just straight up two. Two. <laughs> That's okay. So, he's going to die anyway. <laughs> thunder. Lightning streaks across the sky. Thorin rushes straight into battle. <laughs> Goddamn ready to this. <laughs> <laughs> two fucking 20s and axes blazing. Like <laughs> the very fury of his clan seems to be embodied by the weapon. <laughs> With his first swing, cleaves the dog from mouth to shoulders. Hmm. His second swing just kind of, he notices the clean stroke of his axe and just kind of admires it. (laughs) And his second axe just kind of whiffs in the breeze, still hitting its mark, but not as much strength. the dog in the butt. Even though the dog is completely dead before he has finished his first stroke. Are you okay, Larry? He's, he's still, mind you, he's still struggling with the big guys. Like he's still in combat. Very bad. So who's up next? Our dog. Well, he didn't say anything, so I imagine a dog. With a seven against AC. Wap wap Doesn't matter who it was against. Just make it narratively interesting. And now a uh, thirteen against AC. Me? Yes. Nope. Not gonna do it. Because they're primarily gonna target Larry. Yeah. Since bigger. he fucking went to punch the big Straight dog. I wasn't punching it. I was trying to. Pick it up and chuck it. This dog is a heavyweight boxer. You're not going to pick him up. <laughs> I walk up and give him a bowling roll. <laughs> <laughs> What's his itching and scratch seven against your AC? That ain't going to work. How about a 13? No. You wouldn't have to have animal friendship on you, would you? <laughs> the spell. Does your other middle finger have like a like a milk bones in there? <laughs> Click. He just goes <laughs> just like imagine one flicks out his finger. Seventeen. Fuck. Dogs What's are still AC? going. I did roll that There are six total dogs. <laughs> and they're all before me. Yep, they are. Damn. <laughs> Probably I'm gonna guess his attack is bite similar to a rat. I would assume so. I don't think dogs really can uh, swing at you with a sword. Highly doubtful, and I don't think they breathe fire out of its mouth. 
Unless, <laughs> unless it's a hellhound, they don't breathe fire. Apparently yeah. this alpha dog eats his Wheaties. There is something fucking wrong with <laughs> this farm. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> so, Thor takes eye piercing damage. Okay. You know These do dogs, again. after seeing Thorin cleave this other one in two, dives forward and just bites right between the plates of his armor and digs his teeth into his shoulder. Thorn finally. And it is finally Seer's turn. She's going to put her shield back on her back for now, and she's going to take the Warhammer both What does that drop your AC to? 16. And uh, she's going to loosen her grip enough around it to kind of like spin it around, and she's going to like kind of pull back to hit one of the dogs on the side of the head. 10 versus AC. That's not going to hit. Yeah, I didn't think it would. Ourselves a fight, brothers. She draws her hammer, and she swings, and the dog just lightly and uh, calmly hops over the hammer. <laughs> and I just kind of looks at Seer, like, you were trying to hit me? Stupid dog. Now it is Larry's turn. Larry wants to try again and out-wrestle this dog. Is and that a strength? Yeah, strength check try, to try and pick it up and throw it as hard as he can. That's a 19. That's, That's a success. Cool. I'm trying to just throw this dog as hard as I can. Can you roll a d6, please? Okay. That's six. Larry, uh, by some measure of willpower, has turned and overthrown this alpha. And with a twisting motion, he throws this dog against a tree and wounds it. It doesn't appear to be a bad wound, but it is enough to knock the pride off the Larry dog. slams his fist into his chest and howls. So, it is a dog's turn. It just started dancing. It's a 22 against AC. Yeah, it hit me. Oh my god. Bark motherfucker. There's one goat and Mark. one dog which <laughs> with good attacks. I spent ten years training on mountains <laughs> to bite for no good. I spent years of fighting in the mountains. <laughs> they gave me treats when I did good. So I did real Seven good. Seven damage. Because okay. I like treats. One of the underling dogs, immediately seeing the alpha thrown off, seizes the opportunity and Rips right into Larry's lower back. He's going straight for the liver. Larry's most used organ. Would that be thorns? <laughs> oh, I see we have another drunkard in this podcast. Definitely Dracaris's. A Dracar amongst the ranks of Dracaris. Drink Who Drew Carey into this? Drink up, my friend. What? Why is Drew Carey in this now? <laughs> Drew Carey. So it's another dog's turn. Surprise, surprise. 16 against AC. It's gonna hit. Well, this fight's gonna end real soon against fucking dogs. Yeah, dog. Why are these we dogs had demon guns damage. And we kicked their asses to the curb. Why are these dogs so OP? <laughs> I have no idea. They're all AC. Dog steroids! Honestly. He's got 5 HP. I have 6 HP. It's a little hint. Sire. Thorin is distracted by Larry being bitten. And he turns for just a brief second. Long enough for a dog to latch itself onto his arm. It is a bloody wound. Oh, God. We have five dogs that are still alive and can go all before Seer. 
<laughs> Can we skip Thorn? <laughs> Thorn is like up next. He's up next. Okay. I was gonna say where the hell it is Thorn? Thorin's turn. So, um, I assume you're attacking one of the regular pack dogs, or are you attacking the alpha? He's attacking the child. I'd start taking out some of these other dogs. Yeah, I think so, too. There's only one that's dead. Well, it's going to be two. I killed a dog, and I liked it. We sure about that? They taste of their blood on my hands. Well, oh, I'm sorry for the rest of the podcast. Is that a critical fail? Ooh. <laughs> yes, that's a critical fail. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. You whiffed you so were, bad. Were you there. attacking the alpha, or were you attacking one of the regular pack dogs? I was attacking the regular pack dog. Betcha that dog's going to take an opportunity attack You remember that you. dog that leaped over his swing? It, this one just leaped even higher. I just gave this one's like a belly rub. <laughs> this one's like underdog. It's like... <laughs> Your axe just... Uh, so I'm, uh, that's a 14 against AC. Nope. Ooh. Wait. Wait, what's your AC? 14. Roller always so, wins. Yeah, the attacker wins. Yeah. Attack. Uh, Basically, the roller, whoever's on the dice always wins in a tie. That's another uh, 4 damage. You're down to 1 HP. You're using your two hand axes, correct? I guess so. <laughs> so you threw- need to roll for their second attack. You only roll for one. <laughs> <I> roll for <laughs> Critical fail. Critical he hit. throws it and it kills the child. What's that? Ten. No, it's a plus three for my second. Hand so 13. Yeah, 13. Okay. So I'm going to need you to roll some damage. Getting good. Get him to the Greek. Four. Thorin, for a brief moment, is locked in this intense combat where he swings and misses at this dog, leaving leaving himself completely exposed. The dog lunges and latches into his neck. It looks like a mortal wound, but it is not yet. Thorn is still alive. And he swings with his second axe and lands it straight into the ribs of this dog. It is also still alive, but they seem to be locked in this single moment of throes of death. Well, that's a predicament. Yeah, you're welcome to come at any time. <laughs> 19 against AC, Seer. Alright, you want to roll some damage? We're looking at 7 damage. Okay. So, uh, one of the dogs lunges at Seer, just latches onto her Achilles, and it feels as if she can't even walk at this point. She can only reach what is within range. And it's finally Seer's turn. If I were to cast a spell that required this dog to make a dex saving throw, would the fact that it's latched on to me give it disadvantage? I would give you advantage would, on your roll, considering it's at your blank. No, it's you the make dog would make a dexterity saving throw if it's to saved, try to what's, dodge. What's the uh, what's the what sa- sacred flame? Flame like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. The target gains no benefit from cover for the saving throw. I'm asking, would it have disadvantage since it's latched onto her leg? No, the dog does definitely not have okay. disadvantage. All right, well, I'm The only still... reason it would have disadvantage <coughs> is if it was injured, which it is not. What did it roll? A nine. What's your uh, spell saving DC? <laughs> Twelve. So it failed. It got hit. So, D8. I guess that is what I'm doing. Uh, 1d8 plus Nothing. four. It's a spell, dude. Yeah. Attack bonus. No, attack bonus is for if it hits. Yeah, so three damage. A beam of light appears from heaven, and it just seems to burn this dog that has latched onto Seer, burning away some of the flesh straight off of its bones. When she's done with this, she's taking her shield out. 
It is my turn, is it not? Larry sneezes and falls asleep. <laughs> Larry <laughs> runs away as fast as he can. Are you still locked in combat with this alpha, or are you I going am, for one of the secondaries? I'm focused on this alpha. I'm gonna. Dr- going I'm taking it. my longsword out, and with two hands, because it's versatile, I'm going to charge at it and swing at it as I go. That's 24. That's going to hit. Cool. 11 damage. After throwing this alpha straight into the tree, he draws his sword and in a single motion just charges forward, thrusts it, and it grazes right across the breastbone. It bleeds deeply, but it is not a mortal wound. I feel like Colossus going toe-to-toe with the juggernaut. Thorin, you are next up in combat. I'm going to go for the one that tried to bite my neck. Who successfully did. Plus five, so eleven. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna need you to roll your second hand next. Eight. That's not gonna happen. So Thorin is a bit staggered, and uh, the blood running out of his body has weakened him enough to where he is kind of seeing double, and um, his swings taste nothing but air as he staggers towards his target. So who's next? Probably a dog, because there are like six five dogs. Of them. Five <laughs> dogs. Do five dogs. Well, let's do this. Larry and I are on the brink of... Uh, they're lining up outside. They're all on the brink of death, and I was going to heal somebody, but somebody took my query and thought it was my action. Twelve against AC. Seared. That's not going to touch her. That dog going to smack its head against her fucking shield, bro. Well, I assume six will also not do it. <laughs> no. I know they're dead set on killing their healer. So, uh, <laughs> seven against Thorin's AC is also not going to hit. No. These dogs are different. Uh, seven against your AC will also not These hit. These dogs are all just playing with chew toys this <laughs> round. And a 12 against your AC. Nope. This entire time, the <laughs> dogs are, uh, very disheartened after seeing the alpha take such a powerful hit from Larry. Larry, Larry, Larry. Yeah, he's definitely team player of the year. Anyway. Play of the game. And they all miss their attacks. So I'm going to need Larry to roll for his attack, because he's up next. Oh, he is, is he? What happened to Seer? Oh, he is, is he? Out from the ashes comes Seer, the motherfucking... I love how you're a fucking sorcerer. With a powerful grimace and a terrible spell. <laughs> I take it since all these dogs try to tear pulls the tension wire. It was a, it was an even distribution. That that other that that one dog is no longer attached to her. Achilles I mean, tendon. after after seeing the leader take. Um, all right, well she's gonna limp, I guess, since he, she's got a busted ankle over near Larry. Heel. And she is going to use Cure Wounds on Thorin. Thank Christ. <laughs> a four. Why are you underbearing? Oh. What's, the, uh, what's the die for that? Or A 1d8. He's healed for eight. Eight? Thorin's at nine, baby! <laughs> I'm back, baby! Revitalize and ready to kill. Remember what I've done for you. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Bitch. About time you're doing the fight. <laughs> 
So, uh, Larry's turn again. Do it again with two hands. Oh, he's gonna see. <laughs> what has he done it before? Kid. He's gonna take two hands to get the job done right. That's what it usually takes for him? Oof, only 11. That's not gonna do the job, is it? Just barely. Oh, I gotta mark it. Since he's gonna whip that, he's gonna pull his shield out. So, it is now Thorin's turn. You know what? I'm feeling lucky. I'm gonna go for the alpha. I have a good feeling about this. Are you rolling you with use... both of your hand axes? Yep. 18. That's going to hit. 20. That is also going to hit. I'm going to oh, need here to roll damage for both. Okay, so 8 for the first one, yep. and 4 for the second. If 12 damage doesn't kill it, I don't know what's going on. So... <laughs> Look at you. Let's go! <laughs> after seeing uh after seeing Larry bury his sword in the alpha, he charges forward and says, I can clean this up. And just swings both of his axes. <gasps> the first hit seems to hit its mark very well. But then the second one just drives it home and cleaves this dog straight to the brain, and it's dead immediately. Let's go! Alright, that was my kill! You weren't doing anything. Remember what I've done for you. Piss off, Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Nice moves, Tinkerbell. (laughs) Twelve against AC, Seer. Not on your life, sunny boy. Sunny Jim. I assume a seven will not hit anybody. No, no. <laughs> I like how you're just like, anybody? Right, I'll take any takers. <laughs> I'm throwing an attack out there. I don't really have anybody in mind, but 18? if 18? Shit. Yeah, barely. <laughs> they tied, actually, with my shield. Five damage. Well, I'm down to one HP. I did not know Larry was from Antebellum South. As Larry observes the kill of the alpha dog, he laughs to himself, but one of the dogs just takes this as an opportunity and just lashes himself right into Larry's shoulder. Right next to the yeah. No, it hurts. Eight. It's it like not going to work against Thorin's AC. Is the dog going to give me a kiss? <laughs> so it is now... Uh, it is now Larry's turn. Sears' turn. Sears' turn. Yeah, he does not I am dead go. set on. Yeah, that. we need to go to Sears. Let's see, I had this the really closed one or the really closed ones. How many dogs have we even got left to kill? I think three, four, four. Okay, Sears is going to cast cure wounds on uh, Larry. Friend, let me help you. Four health. Okay, uh, it's that fine. is finishing Sears' turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she's still got her shield up. She just, she had walked over to him and killed him. Okay, so it is now Larry's turn. Watch this, pretty lady. Watch this, pretty lady. Watch this, pretty lady. He goes to attack one of the dogs with a longsword. And this is one-handed, because he's going to keep his shield up. Is this a dog that's already wounded or not? I'll go for the wounded one, and that's 18. There are two wounded dogs. (laughs) Give me one of the freaking dogs. Uh, I don't know, the one guy. Russian roulette. Uh, is there one more hurt than the other? Yes. I'll take the one that's the most hurt. It's 18 against AC. That will hit. Okay. Let's kick this dog's ass. Nine damage. In a windmill-like motion, Larry brings his sword after getting a boost of healing from Seer, and he swings his sword in a full motion 
with a full momentum, cleaves this dog in half. Very good, Larry. Oh, don't do that to me. I love playing a character as manipulative as fuck. And so, uh, Larry successfully uh, murders this dog. Oh, I'm very good, Larry. <laughs> 16 against AC. Hi, I had my shield up. Hey, I have 18 hey, oh, oh, AC. Hey, where's Thor's turn? Thor already went. No, it didn't. No, I didn't. just cleaved the dog in half. Fuck, you're right. Don't skip Billy Badass. Billy Badass. Mr. Billy Badass to you. It is definitely Thorin's turn. He's still using his two hand axes. So it's a nine. That's not going to hit. That's not going to hit either. Damn. So it's not an 18 plus the attack bonus. No, it was a three. He threw that hand axe at the child. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Remember when not credence. So sixteen against AC. Hi, I had my shield up. You ain't touching her. Bye. Eighteen AC, son. Eight against AC. Bye. Also, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Twisted plot. That hit. I'll well, see you. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to be you. Twelve against AC. Bye. So it's not gonna hit. And it is now Larry's turn. It's Sears' turn. Sears' turn. Jeez. He doesn't see your flips off the sky. You know what, Vale? I'm going to need you to roll a perception All right, check. On so, that. Okay, so I actually. Our male finger extends okay. and flames just shoot at the thing. We have three dogs, right? There are three dogs left. <laughs> How many are damaged? One. How close is she to the one that's damaged? Within 20 feet. It's Fuck within yeah. striking distance. She, for the first time in fucking her life, apparently, is gonna run at the dog. She's gonna put her shield away, get her warhammer with both hands, and run at that fucking dog and try and bash his fucking brains in or something. <laughs> 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 Alright, that's two plus four, six. Six versus AC. Charges forward with her warhammer! And uh, trips over her shoelaces. She wins the warhammer! Lands face first. Such fury! And trips over a tree root. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Is DM? No. Is Larry within 10 feet of Seer? Everybody is within 30 feet of each other. 10 feet, I ask. Is Larry within 10 feet of Seer? She has to go out of her way to get to the dog that she is. Yes, she, you said, strike you at. said she was, that she was 20 feet away from the dog. I have 30 feet movement, so I have 10 more feet. That's what I'm asking. Is he 10 feet or less away from her? At so this point? I'm actually going to give you a, um, more or less disadvantage after you try to strike. So how much movement speed did I lose for tripping? Half. Fucking five feet of it's tripping. Like you have to stand. All right, fine. Is he five feet or less away from me? Not. I'm moving five feet up. towards him because he can protect me if I get hit, and he can run at me and try and reduce damage or whatever. She's also taking her fucking shield back. That is out. totally something he can do of his own free will. Yeah, but she's gonna move as close as she can to that fucking take out her shield. That fuck. That's the direction she'll move. Okay. Yes, and that's the end of her turn. Shield out five feet closer to Purple Boy. Mr. Eggplant, thank you. (laughs) Mr. Banana Beat to you. (laughs) Seer charges to make an attack at one of the dogs, and in the process of charging forward, she doesn't notice that one of her boots is uh, clearly untied and trips over her shoelaces. Tumbling forward, she stumbles and then trips and rolls and turns 
looking towards her companion, who she has just healed, and crawls in his direction. This is stupid. That was in character. <laughs> My turn? Yes, it is Larry's turn. I guess Larry's gonna go after the dog that Seer was attacking, because he saw that pretty lady fell on the ground, and he's concerned for her safety when he sees that she utterly flipped and failed. Manipulation is a girl's best friend. So he runs at her. I'll help you, pretty lady. And he swings his longsword at the dog she was trying to attack. He didn't do much better, so he got a nine. Larry, totally distracted by uh, Seer tumbling through the grass and tripping over her own <laughs> shoelaces. Larry just kind of stares. Oh my god. And so his attack totally misses. Larry, now it is Thorin's turn. Get her done. Thorin the mighty. I'm gonna get her done. (laughs) (laughs) Are you attacking? Yeah, are you attacking the uh, injured dog, which both of these two failed to attack, or are you going after one of your own? I definitely suggest that. 12 isn't gonna hit, is it? Yeah, 12. 12 hits. Cool beans. Found their AC. And <laughs> a 21 also hits. Yes, a 21 also hits. See, this is why So I'm going to need you to roll two, uh, twice for damage. Once for each hit. 14. Thorin watches the whole exchange uh, between Seer and Larry and uh, just turns immediately. And as this dog lunges at him, he just turns and with his body weight, slices this dog from neck to shoulders, following his previous stroke, and just, in a fluid motion, it looks so natural, the way that he does this. It's slow-mo, and the blood just, like, splatters over his face <laughs> while he, like, grins. He doesn't even Truly in battle form. <laughs> yes, grinning like a fool the whole time. We continue on. 16 against AC. Hit. Four damage. Five, no. As soon as he uh, has sliced this dog from ears to shoulders, a second one lunges almost out of the darkness straight into his shoulder and latches on and buries his teeth through a deep inflicting wound. These dogs are leeches. <laughs> they are vicious. Who's next, our dog? Yes, the last attack from the only two other dogs. And one of us attacked him, and then that one. 15 against AC. No. His teeth clip the mail on Larry. And it is now Seer's turn. Yes, yes, it is. Seer is going to attack the one that is near her and Barney. And she's going to use the. Do you mean Larry? Yeah, that one. I just remembered purple and big. So she's going to put her shield away. <laughs> Alright, she's going to attack the dog that's near Larry. She's going to put her shield away and pull out her war hammer and fucking try this for a third time. There's a wounded dog and an unwounded dog. The wounded dog, dog which is us. the only dog within range with a war hammer. Sir, I'm Sulu. Apparently right. with the voice of music. Oh my. Captain. Two-handed oh war hammer attack. Fuck, it's 11. One too low. Yes. Yes, that is one too low. At least it wasn't a two. Unfortunately, that is not going to hit. At least, yeah, at least it wasn't shitty enough for something dumb like tripping on her shit. And now it is Larry's turn. Larry's going to swing at it with his long sword. 18. 
Yeah, 18 hits. Okay, this is all Is he one going for the one near his knees or the one near his knees? A couple of feet away from him. The one near his knees. He's going to do 11 damage. What dog? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Just wide across that dog. Goodbye. Larry pulls his sword out of the dead dog that he has buried it in and cleaves a dog that is lunging at him from tongue to tail, almost skinning it. And, um,. It's more than just dead. You can definitely tell that there is nothing left alive of this dog. Very okay. well done, Larry. <laughs> is it my turn? <laughs> yes, yes, it is Thorin's turn. Whip out that great axe. I am going to whip out that great axe. <laughs> there is only one dog left. They all go ham He attacks the child. 16. That'll hit. Two plus my strength. So yes. five. So. That's enough! <laughs> <laughs> Thorn's just like the running all over this battlefield, teabagging all the dogs. Oh yeah, I'm just walking around all four foot, all four feet, and three inches of me. Thorin, holding his uh, axe at waist level, kind of like it's a uh, base as an extension of his body, cleaves the last dog almost uh, completely without hesitation. Very well done, Thorin. To it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she did it exact said exactly like that too, just like under the Trying to hide his beaming enthusiasm for what he's fucking done. Did you kill any yeah. of those dogs, Rick? Yeah. yeah. How many dogs did you kill? <laughs> By I killed way, that's, four. That's hundred XP each. Oh hell yeah. Hundred and fifty so, XP. Yeah. The field clears and there is smoke on the uh, far horizons of the battlefield. And it seems like there's another battle awaiting yet nearby. Okay. However, it doesn't seem like any of you can reach it within a day.